This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. As you know, we live in trying and perilous times. I've personally, as I've said, you know, in the weeks we've had uh, earlier, this uh, the past three or four months, our freedoms and our liberties are at greater risk, certainly of any time in my lifetime, certainly I would say our lifetimes, and and maybe um, you know almost as at, at risk as much as any time in the in the since the birth of the republic, and that's what we're dealing with now. That's the um, the current climate, if you will, that we are operating in and living in. So part of the equation of that equation is that with an election coming up soon, later this year, the people that we elect, starting with the president on down, will play a huge role, and I would say even more so than um, in in general normal years than uh, ever before in terms of whether we will have our freedoms and our way of life preserved or whether it will be literally taken away. So that's going to be pretty much the topic of our programs through the end of, uh, through the end of those elections on November the, th- the 3rd. And, of course, uh, the most crucial one is the presidential election, of course, obviously. Um, but the local elections are very important as well. And on the Roger Franklin Williams Show, you, we are heavily engaged right now in our election 2020 series. We have two great candidates. We'll go... Uh, for you, um, well, we have candidates throughout the entire show. Uh, in a moment, we'll be joined by Mr. Keith Trunow, and he's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 31, which is largely in Lake County. Before we go to Keith, though, of course, I want to let you know that, give you a quick word, let you know our program is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, and let you know that they are open for business and doing very well. In fact, I was by there on Friday night, saw... Um, of course, Jim Flanagan, operations manager, David Christner, and it was a it was a packed house uh, as far as as much as they can have a packed house. Obviously, with the current restrictions, and a lot of people were at Christner's having a a very enjoyable Friday evening. And if you want to get away from the stress and the frustration and just the general anxiety of these trying times, I enc- I encourage you to go over to Christner's because there's no better place to to get away for a, a, a little escape for two or three hours and enjoy a wonderful meal. Also want to give a shout out to our other sponsors, Florida Door Solutions, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair, Sheila Auto Repair, Network Sound and Video, and of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and the great people at BurnFatOrlando.com. Now let's go to our first guest, Mr. Keith Trunow, candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 31. Keith, thank you for joining us today. Yes, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I've gotten. Uh, it's, I had we had a couple of nice conversations off the air. I'm getting to learn more about your background, and uh, it's great to have you joining us on on the program. And I'm happy uh, 
to have you share a little bit about yourself and your campaign with our listeners. First of all, can you just start and tell us a little bit about your life at the moment, uh, your occupation, career, uh, maybe a little about your family, uh, whatever you'd like to share? Well, I'll first start off by saying, you know, I am Keith True now. Um, I've been a member of this community for a very, very long time. Um, I'll start by saying my beliefs are founded on family, faith, and service to country and community. I, I believe I believe in where we live, how we live. Um, I'm the founder of Lake Jim Farms. I uh, started that company 22 years ago. Um, I currently work in business development at Lake Jim Farms. I, uh, I'm a family man, husband, father. I have two wonderful sons. My wife, Dodie, is a pharmacist of 25 years. My, my son, Dylan's 15 years old, and my son, Ashton, is 13. Um, they both go to a faith-based uh, Mount Dora Christian Academy in Mount Dora. Um, that's, that's where I'll start. No, that's great. That's a that's a great uh, great start. Uh, you're, and I also know that you're one of our listeners. Know you're a former you're a farmer and a, and, a, and a rancher as well. And um, you also have a a background in the United States military as well, which maybe we'll talk about a little bit later. But for right now, tell us a little bit about um, the position you're seeking, particularly the geographical area that you would serve. Well, it's the state house of representative district thirty one, which encompasses most of northeast Lake County from, from Tavares all the way up to Astor and then across Tavares to Mount through Mount Dora and then to Apopka, everything north of four forty one and four thirty six to the Seminole County line. Up the Seminole County line to the Wakiva River and follows the river to the Saint Johns River up to Astor. So it's encompassing 160,000 folks in mostly a rural area. And you know, it looks like, um, you, yeah, yes. You know, yes, sir. No, no, go ahead. Well, uh, you know, I'm seeking this this uh, this position using my experience to help better make policies for the people of Florida. Uh, the experiences that I've had over my life are, I think, important to what's happening today in, in our district. Thank you for sharing. That's that's great. Yeah, certainly your background uh, certainly suits the, the, the lay of the land, if you will, in the in the area you're seeking to serve. And of course, as you said, you've had a lot of many years serving the community in other ways in the biz, in business and in, in um, you know, community organizations. Now, can you yes, share a, a little bit about um you, what led you to make this decision to 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 enter the the political arena? Well, things things were ingrained in me growing up. You know, farming, responsibility to care for the land, and duty to country, ingrained in me by my heritage. Um, things that uh, that we see, the decisions that are being made, and the policies being presented affect us in a way that when you make those decisions, you should know how it will work for the community. And I believe that that's the strongest 
reason why I want to serve. I want to be able to help in those decision-making processes. And now, if you were to be elected, what are, say, maybe two or three things or, or less or more that you would like to accomplish in your first term? Well, going back to my agricultural roots, I would like to work on the agricultural natural resources. Um, that's uh, something near and dear to me and, and something I know a lot about, I have a lot of experience in. The second thing would be vocational education, higher education, um, bringing into focus the need for career building for our youth through high school and, and, and those children or, or young adults that don't want to go to college, find, find a career path in, in many different ways through vocational education. And then the other thing would be veteran services. As a veteran, I believe that we need to look to the future on how veterans are integrated back into the workforce, you know, the need for, for, for housing for veterans, and, and on. Roger Franklin. Interestingly enough, as I talk to people around the state, it has become clear that these are areas that are underserved in the legislature. And I feel my background and experience would make me a perfect advocate for those things. Excellent. Thank you for sharing with us, friends. You're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show right now. We're speaking with Mr. Keith True now. He's a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 31, which covers a large part of Lake County, also uh, northwest Orange County, including the Apopka area. And Keith, in our uh, remaining moments, I know that you served also in the United States military. Can you tell us a little bit about your service in the military and why you why you made that decision to, to serve in that way? Yes, sir. I served in the United States Air Force. I was a heavy equipment mechanic for the Tactical Air Command. My duty to country comes, again, ingrained in me by my my grandfather, who served in World War II in the Army. His brother served in the Army in the Korean War, and his other brother served in the Army at the Pentagon. Those things brought me to understand duty to country and, and the reasons why we are Americans. And, and then again, my dad's brother, Virgil, was in the United States Air Force, and he was a, a fire truck mechanic. And I guess he was probably my inspiration uh, to, to serve. But I, I joined the Air Force at, at 17. I had to get written permission from my parents to join, and I had a wonderful experience. Thank you for your service, and thank you for sharing about it with us. Well, Keith, uh, it's been great to have you join us today. I look forward to having you back again in the future. Wish you all the best. Anything else that you would like to share with us before you go? And feel free to give out uh, your website or any information on how uh, citizens can contact you. Yeah, anyone can, can look at my website at keithtrunow.com or keithtrunow for State House. Um my contact information is on those on those uh, areas there. You know, my willingness to serve is uh, I, I love to give back to the community. I give back in many different ways, and and this one I think is a is a monumental one. But I, I'm ready to to 
to do that and uh, make make Florida, make this area, make Central Florida a better place to live through many different ways, like I say. Well, we preserving appreciate- our heritage and preserving our land. I know it's a lot of hard work and a big sacrifice to step forward and offer yourself and run a campaign and put it all together and suffer all the slings and arrows. So I, I commend you for doing it, and we wish you all the best. Yes, sir. I appreciate your time today. And, and anytime, reach out to me. I, I'll be glad to answer any questions anybody might have. Thank you. We appreciate that. Friends, uh, Mr. Keith True now candidate for Florida House of Representatives, District 31. You can find out more at keithtrunow.com. Well, we're going to go to our first break. When we come back, we'll be joined by another candidate that will be on the ballot in November. That's Clerk of Court for Seminole County, Grant Malloy. Before we go to break, of course, I want to remind you, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, and also sponsored by Florida Door Solutions, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, and Sheeler Auto Repair. And I want to give you this quick word about Florida Door Solutions. If you have garage door problems of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The program is dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today. It's always great to be with you. These moments we have every week together, talk about the issues that are affecting us in our community, our state, and our nation. And of course, this year, uh, a lot of things are affecting us, and especially on the national uh, stage are affecting us as well. And I think we're on the brink of certainly the most important presidential election in my lifetime. And, of course, there, there'll be no mistake. I want everybody to know that I'm doing the, everything I can to help President Donald Trump get reelected. I would encourage you to do the same thing if you want to preserve our, our freedoms and the liberties and the, the life that we've had to this point. Uh, along those lines... As And actually, as we do every election year, the Roger Franklin Williams Show is featuring our election 2020 series pretty much from this program until November 3rd. Most of our shows will, will be heavily um, will contained with interviews with candidates who will be on the ballot in the upcoming election. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Mr. Keith True now. Candidate for Florida House of Representatives, District 31, which covers a lot of Lake County and a big uh, chunk of Northwest Orange County, including the Greater Apopka area. In a moment, we'll go to Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. And Grant, as you probably know, is on the ballot as well. He will be on the ballot in November uh, facing a Democrat opposition. Before we go to Grant Malloy, I, will, of course, want to let you know the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. The best plate, the best steak in any restaurant, in any city, at any price. Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, just one block west of I-4 on Lee Road, Orlando. Also want to give you a word from our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. If you have garage door problems of any time, kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at FLADoor.com. 
That's FLADoor.com, or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR, and please be sure to tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. Now let's go to Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court, Seminole County. Grant, thank you for joining us today. I know that you are getting your your reelection campaign geared up after serving uh, you know in, in this um, almost four years now. Can you uh, and can you give us an um, an update right now on what's happening at the clerk's office uh, that citizens might know about uh, want to know about? Sure, Roger. Uh, thanks for having me on again. And the, the one thing that's certain during this COVID crisis is that everything's going to change practically at any time. So we were gearing up. You know, we we support the the judges and the courts. Uh, is one of our important jobs, and we had uh, already sent out summonses. There was a determination to go forward jury duty, so we had that all set up, and then that got called off at the last minute. So, again, we went back to the drawing board and, and uh, rescheduled everything. So what's uh, happening now in Seminole as well as Orange is the jury trials are canceled again. They have, there's also a hold on evictions, foreclosures, sales, uh, also, traffic hearings, they were having those, but they're all going to be virtual again. So they've kind of gone back to the phase one here in Seminole. So it makes it pretty confusing for folks trying to get through the the process, and uh, it creates backlogs for us. But you go to SeminoleClerk.org for the latest information. We put our COVID updates there. And one of the good things that's happened because of COVID, which I've mentioned, is we've really gone forward uh faster speed on a lot of technology improvements. You can get marriage licenses on totally online now, take a video oath, send electronic signatures. So there are a lot of processes, a lot of new forms. We're even launching a self-help form section where you can um, uh, send in your um, with your legal issue that you want the courts to uh, decide on virtually. So there's a lot of things like that going on. Also, uh, as I continue to improve the office, we're doing a lot of things on the comptroller side to make it more efficient. Uh, we're p- currently putting in place a paperless invoicing system where we'd be able to work from home. Uh, we could work remotely. We, it'd be faster processing of all the county bills because we pay all the county bills. be much more efficient. We're also going forward on a, on a paperless pay stub time system because we do the payroll for the fire department for all county employees, as well as the clerk's office. So we're continuing to look at ways we can make the office more efficient, uh, especially nowadays with the budget cuts. Well, on the court side, we're down about 13 employees, but we're still able to deliver good service, uh, mainly due to the technology improvements we've been making. So simulclerk.org is where you can get the latest COVID and information that's occurring because it this seems like it changes each week here at the courts. Thank you for that update. Friends, we're listening to Roger Frank, the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Right now we're speaking with Grant Malloy, clerk of court for Seminole County. He will also be a candidate for re-election on the ballot in November. And Grant, is there anything, well, why don't you talk about, give us a brief overview of some of the major you know, accomplishments that the office has had uh, since you took over about three years ago from getting elected last election cycle, 2016, because I know a big part of your focus was to make the the office the task 
of the clerk of court's office in Simo County uh, more accessible for citizens and just make life easier for citizens whenever they have to interface with with uh, your office? Well, there's there's been uh, literally dozens and dozens of improvements. When, when I first got here, simple things such as the clerk's office did not take credit cards was uh, something I tackled first. Um, bring in more services at the counter. Uh, when I got here, there were tape drive backups on the servers. It was very, very outdated old equipment. Uh, the previous clerk left some savings set aside where we could upgrade these things. So we've really gone from, in some respects, worse to first. Uh, our technology was so far behind, uh, it, you could not get uh, court files online. You did not have attorney access to your court files. Uh, you could not easily pay a traffic ticket online. And all that has changed to make it much more easy to access the system. Uh, also looking at customer service, things like uh, domestic violence uh, is, is a big issue we process. And if you came in for an injunction, there was no privacy. It was a small little office. I would see ladies out in the hallway often uh, tearing up as they filled out these forms because it's quite emotional. Now you can come in private secure setting you, there's even a, a separate private room you can talk to a clerk and not be you know airing all your <laughs> not doing that in a hallway uh, so we partner with safe house Seminole, it's a very safe and secure uh, place for people domestic violence to, to get support that's here at the civil courthouse in downtown Stanford um, making more services available at the counter because the goal is to be full service at both courthouses and at uh, both branches. And we keep adding more and more services there. You can get a marriage license now at the courthouse in 1792. You couldn't do that before. You can pay traffic tickets now at Civil. So I'm trying to open it up uh, and make it easier to access the court system and and take care of business. Uh, and it's really working out well now, especially with COVID, because you, you don't have to leave your house on much of this. You can, you can do it online. So better customer service and more efficiency and uh, protecting the public trust. And I, and I do want to mention, too, that you've actually, uh, it's now an, an award-winning office. You've been recognized by other uh, sources um, as for the great job that you're doing, serving the citizens. Very, very uh, excited about that. Yes, uh, I won the uh, Distinguished Service Award in Seminole County from the Seminole County Bar Association. I think they've only given that out four times in the history of the organization. And they recognized the service that was uh, occurring here and, and the good job the clerks are doing. So I was honored to receive that. Uh, we're also uh, won multiple awards on our financial reporting. We have our new citizens financial report that's online at simulclerk.org. We, we got our first award for that last year, and we're expecting to get another award for that report this year, as well as our uh, comprehensive financial report is online. And we're one of the top five clerk's offices in the state of Florida for the number of times it's been awarded the Excellence in Financial Reporting Award. So we're very proud of that. Uh, we've got a good team here that uh, really is dedicated to serving the, sins, the citizens of, of Simmel County and, and, and other folks that have to use our, our office as well. No, no, i just add as an observer, a close observer, it looks the, as though the landscape, if you will, of other elected officials in Seminole County has been changing since you first got in. I know you encountered a lot of resistance to some of your innovative ideas, your desire to serve the citizens better, which would include making some changes. Um, 
from you know some of the other elected officials in Seminole County um, kind of fought that originally. But it seems like, at least from my vantage point, that uh, some newer elected officials have emerged. Maybe some of the others have uh, uh, hearts have softened a little bit, and you know it doesn't seem like you're encountering the the kind of opposition um, uh, th- that you had at one point from other elected officials. And I guess the bureaucracy, if you will, in Seminole County is—is is that correct? Yes, yes. When I entered, it was—it was quite a hostile environment in dealing with the county commission, and uh, they, you know, were wanting to take over control of the comptroller office. In my opinion, as I saw what they were trying to do, and and when I ran for this office, it was to to protect the independence of it and to be the independent taxpayer watchdog. So uh, that uh, was were quite the battles the first couple of years, but. Since there's been a change in the commission, and I, uh, Amendment 10 passed, which protects the clerk's offices around the state as well as the sheriff's from uh, some of this uh, interference from the county commission, uh, there's a much better working relationship. In fact, last week, uh, Chairman Zimbauer just called me out of the blue just to see how things are going. And, you know, I'll give him a call from time to time, too, to let him know uh, some of the improvements we're working on. So it's a much, much better relationship. And it's important for people to recognize that, you know, these are different offices that work together. Uh, I don't work for the county commissioners, and they don't work for me. We're both independent, and we kind of keep an eye on each other. So if there's good working relationships, you're going to have much better government. But if there's one that's just going off the handle and and doing things that are not, um, um, you know, correct, then that's going to make it uh, a lot more difficult, and it doesn't help the citizens. So... I'm a big believer in uh, working together and, and being clear, pulling out the goals, and and um, move, serving the citizens and not getting in petty squabbles. Uh, obviously, you got to fight for what's right, and, and uh, I'll do that at, uh, when I have to. Uh, but I'd rather work with people cooperatively than, than duke it out in courts or or uh, in the in the uh, public square, so to speak. Well, you're doing a great job. I appreciate you checking in and giving us this update, and uh, we wish you all the best uh, in the election coming up in November. Yeah. Let, let me plug my campaign website, grantmalloy.com, G-R-A-N-T-M-A-L-O-Y.com. Election will be November 3rd, but in, for all practical purposes, it's really October 3rd when the, when the ballots get mailed out. So check out my website. Give me a call. Shoot me an email. I, I work for the citizens, and we've done a lot of improvements here, making uh, government work better. And there's more on the way, paperless file systems, a lot more efficiencies on this side, and more services to the citizens. So thank you, Roger, for having me on. Have a great day. Friends, we're going to go to our next break. We'll be back in just a moment on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with Election 2020, presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Guys, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you. We want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, in addition, we didn't have enough to worry about or think about these days. Uh, As we've mentioned briefly uh, from time to time, we are now in hurricane season as well. Of course, that officially started on June the 1st. And in fact, right now, it looks like we might get a brush possibly of some kind of tropical storm or uh, not so great weather. Um, um, hopefully it won't be worse than that. But we, as we know, we can't count on that as well. So the best thing to do is, is to be prepared or as prepared as we can. 
And for that reason, I've invited our friend Mike Martin from Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair to join us to give us some ideas and some tips as to what we need to do to get fully prepared uh, if in the event that we are hit by a storm. And uh, they, and of course, Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair has some of the best things that you uh, would need uh, in that quest. Uh, and let's go ahead and now we'll be joined right now by Mike Martin of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Mike, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Roger. I appreciate you having me on. So it's always great uh, getting your updates and uh, learning more about uh, you know lawn and garden, how to care for our lawns, and just you know, pretty much general upkeep of our of our entire homes, of course. And uh, right now, you know, as I said, you're you know in um, I know a lot of your efforts right now are helping your customers get prepared for storm season. Can you just uh, share with our listeners what are some things that they should be thinking about now and 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 doing now to get prepared? Well, I mean, I would definitely, if they, if you already have a generator, I would definitely pull it out, you know, get it started, make sure it's going to start for you and run. And then um, usually this, you know, thankfully, if we do get some of the storm, it doesn't look like it'll get too severe. So hopefully, you know, people aren't really losing power or anything like that. But this is the time where you'd probably want to, you know, get an extra five or ten gallons worth of gas just to have, um, you know, just on hand in case you got to run your generator for a couple of days. Um, and then worst case scenario, if it doesn't hit, then, you know, we always tell people just to put the gas, like, in your vehicle because you don't want it to sit around and get stale by the next storm. Uh, but definitely getting the generators out, making sure they're running fine and got the oil level correct. And so in the event you do lose power, you're, you know, you're set to go and comfortable that you're going to have power. Now, for those that do not have generators, uh, and you've got a great supply, and why don't you share with us, you know, what you have on stock and what you can get at a Popcorn Morning Equipment Repair and the whole process of helping your customers uh, get set up once they purchase from you. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely have um, quite a bit of inverters, the 2200i and the 3000i, you know, Generac inverters in stock, and we have a handful of the 8000 and 6500 watt, you know, portable generators in stock as well. Um, generators are from Generac and from other places are a little slower to come by um, from when we order them. I know they're waiting on parts to come in to continue to build them because the coronavirus has slowed that down. So some of our larger generators, like our 17,000 and 15,000 watt generators, some of those are not saying are going to be ready until possibly September or later. Um, but we do have a few that we might be able to tap into to get them sooner, but it is going to be limited on those bigger ones. But the smaller ones definitely seem to um, have more readily available. And now, in French, you're, we're glad you're joining us on the Roger Frank and Williams show. Our guest right now is Mike Martin from Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. Of course, they're located at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, just north of Apopka. And that's also better known as Highway 441 between Plymouth Reno Road and the 429 on the north side of Apopka. Um, now, for for people that don't have a generator and and may not be uh, you know uh, up to speed uh, um, on how to shop or how to look for generators, what what advice are, are would you give? And 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 you know what kind of generator should should people get based on the size of their home and 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 and, and their expectations? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely you know there's multiple factors that are playing to that. One being budget, two being on what you consider important or what you want to run with it. Um, like an 8,000-watt generator is more than enough to run um, uh, like a refrigerator, a um, portable AC unit, like if you buy one of those portable window units for like a single room, 
you can run m- multiple things simultaneously, a TV on it. Uh, they sell cords to be able to run computers off of it, so kind of like a leveling cord so the power doesn't fluctuate too much, which is bad for the processor of a like a laptop or computer. And um, you can definitely run quite a bit on that 8,000-watt one. Um, if you wanted to get like a quote-unquote whole home generator type style, the portable generator that they have, you would have to probably get in the 15,000, 17,000-watt one. But, I mean, all the generators that Generac sells, they range from as little as like 459 all the way up to 3200 for the portables. And then, obviously, the whole home generators that you, that a lot of people know about from Generac, you know, they can run anywhere from 4000 to 10000 Now, anything else that you'd like to share about generators specifically? Um, honestly, it's just um, if, you, if you're looking for a new one, we're definitely going to, you know, have them here for you. We love to, to focus on customer service. You buy one from us, we get it out of the box, we gas it up, we show you how to run it, we put oil in it, so that way when you take it home, all you have to do is just start it when you need it. You know, you don't have to put it together, look at the directions, wonder if it's going to run or not. We verify all that for you, and since we're a Generac dealer, we definitely, um, you know, if you have any issues, we service them, we repair them, and then we also do the warranty work on them for you. And we're speaking with Mike Martin of Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And, and Mike, what are some other tips you have in addition to generator that people should uh, be, you know, just just start doing to get prepared for for a uh, for storm season, whether a hurricane or even lesser storms? Because even if we don't get hit by a hurricane um, this season, that we have these uh, these these you know thunderstorms that come up quickly, and um, you know those you know, we need to be in, in shape. You know, homeowners need to be in shape for, for those as well. Absolutely. I mean, typically when it comes to like hurricanes or large storms, it's, you know, getting the generators ready for before the storm and during. And then um, after the storm is when usually you, you start seeing the need or the the fury to buy a bunch of chainsaws. So, I mean, if you have a chainsaw, same thing as a generator, just kind of get it out ready, make sure it's going to run. If not, you know, we're, we're a steel dealer. So we basically can sell you the best chainsaws the industry has to offer. Um, you know, with all our chainsaws that start as low as one seventy nine ninety five, and they go up to you know two thousand, obviously depending on bar and horsepower. But we can definitely cover your needs for before and after the storm, and we will always pride ourselves on the customer service, making sure it's running right and that the customer understands how to use their equipment. Now, Mike, shift gears a little bit. Um, you know, uh, storms notwithstanding, as everybody <laughs> knows. Uh, needs no uh, commentary. <laughs> this has been a very difficult and strange year, literally for everybody, um, and it's affected different businesses in different ways. How has has your business been affected, and and what are some of the things on a positive side that you're be able to continue to do? And of course, you are an officiated, uh, officially designated uh, essential business, so you did not have to close, uh, you know, during the curfew and the lockdown and so forth. But uh, just can you share, give us a little insight into the way, uh, you know, things have affected a Popka Moore and equipment repair, and how, and how you've dealt with it and adapted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for a little while, we did, um, you know, modify our business hours, try to limit staff to not have as many um, working here at the same time, and you know, staggered hours and start times. Um, I mean, we've definitely seen a decline in sales overall, especially on the mower side and from our commercial guys, um, you know, as they're probably running through the same tough terrain we are. Um, I guess one of the bright spots is, though, I guess with uh, homeowners, you know, being home more, um, they've been taking more initiative on their own lawns. So we've 
seen some bright spots of you know picking up new customers of homeowners who are buying their their first equipment to start doing the yard on their own because I guess in the long run it'll save them money or you know they just they can work from home now and um, you know so there's been some positive on that aspect but you know overall I, you know our, our commercial guys are out there struggling you know as well and you know we just try to support them as much as we can and we understand you know hopefully this is just going to be a temporary thing for this year and soon we'll all be back to normal and everybody will be back working hard. And and while we uh, have you, I'd like to take this opportunity to have you share uh, about your, the, the line of lawnmowers that you have, because you know, as our listeners know, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is a place where you get the best power equipment products and lawnmowers, and you've got a particularly a great stable of suppliers for lawnmowers. Can you share about a little bit about those with our listeners? Absolutely. Um, we sell our three main lines that we carry are Toro for, you know, we carry the Toro push mowers and their residential line. And then we also carry the uh, up and coming uh, line Bad Boy. It's been around for 18 years, but they're making some great strides. I'm sure there's been a lot of advertising that people have noticed uh, for the Bad Boy mowers. And then obviously the, the industry, one of the industry standard mowers that's been around since the 1980s is uh, the Skag line. That, that's geared more towards the commercial guys because they know that better but they have some of the best residential mowers with the best warranties of five-year, 750-hour warranties, which are pretty much unparalleled in the industry, especially at those price points. No, no that, that, that's great, a great line, and uh, you've, um, you've got a lot of great customers, of course, that are, that are buying them. And, and, you, and you service all those as well, correct? Yes, we're a full-service and warranty dealer. So you, if you buy from us, we take care of you for the, for the duration of you owning that equipment. And, um, you know, during the warranty period, we do the warranty work for you. So it's no charge to you. It's under warranty. And then beyond that, all of your service and repair needs, you know, going forward. Now, in the in the few moments we have left, do you have a tip or two that you could give you know, uh, homeowners and, and people, you know, uh, reference how to, how to take care of their lawns during the summer months, which we're, you know, we're in the certainly the brutal heat of summer right now as we transition from July into August and we've got rain and go along with it. What are some things people should be doing to, to take care, keep their, their lawns in optimum condition? Um, from a mowing perspective, there's actually two um, simple things that um, really help. Having um, sharp blades definitely helps, you know, with the, the the health of the blade because if it's um, not sharp, it cuts it more. It'll tear it more than cuts it, which allows for potential, you know, fungus or disease to encroach. Plus, it makes the mower run harder. Plus, honestly, mowing in the morning is better for the grass than the heat of the day overall. It doesn't stress it as much. So, if they had sharp blades and were mowing in the morning, they're going to get overall over time a better quality, you know, cut and health to their lawn. And then obviously the normal, you know, making sure there's enough water on the lawn and, you know, the proper fertilization technique. Well, great. Well, Mike, thanks for joining us. Thank you for a, for a great information, you know, during, not only during hurricane season officially, but also during summer, uh, when the, which adds you know, other challenges to t- keeping our lawns in good condition. It's always great to, to hear from you, and uh, thank you for some great tips. I really appreciate it, Roger. Thanks again for having me on. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank you, friends. Of course, Mike Martin of Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. We're going to go to our next break in just a moment. Before we do, I want to tell you about some other great guys, and that's Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos over at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for those guys. 
fact, I had to have a little work on my brakes just this week. They got it done quickly, efficiently, and for a very reasonable price. You can find them at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. That's 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Sheeler Auto Repair. Please be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. We're pleased to be joined now to be speaking with Judge Alan Apt. He's seeking re-election to his seat, serving on the Ninth Judicial Circuit, which serves Orange and Osceola counties. And start by, we'll get right to the heart of the matter. Can you share with us why you're seeking to serve uh, and run for re-election to continue to serve, um, serving the people of Orange and Osceola County on the Ninth uh, Judicial Circuit? I have dedicated my life inside and outside of the courtroom to our citizens and the community in both Orange and Osceola counties, and being a judge to me is service. And um, I have the heart of a servant. I continue to give back every single day to our community inside and outside of the courtroom. And can you share with us, our, um, with our listeners, you, you are in a contested race. Why should they vote for you? Why are you the best candidate in this race? Experience matters. Um, inside of the courtroom as a trial lawyer, which means I was a, pro- I was a prosecutor here in the Ninth Circuit, Orange and Osceola counties. I've, I'm a, I've been a civil litigator. I've done criminal defense work. I've done anything, everything that you can as a lawyer. I've- Would you like to share your website, your campaign website? Yes. You can find out more about me at my website, which is reelectjudgeapp.com. The straw poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org. Apopkachamber.org. Brought to you in part by Baptiste Orthodontics. Great Florida Insurance Apopka. And AM 950. FM 94.9. The answer. Our next candidate is a candidate for Orange County property appraiser, Amy Mercado. Amy Mercado, great to see you and here at the Apopka Hobnob, and thanks for joining us. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Thank you for interviewing me. Why are you seeking to serve the citizens as property appraiser for Orange County? So I'm currently State Representative Amy Mercado, mom, a wife, a mom of six adult children, actually, and a caretaker to an ailing grandparent. So I understand the needs of our community, and I, I believe that our community has lost faith, trust, and respect in the institution that is the property appraiser's office. That office is meant to be working for the community, and right now it is not. Um, there's a significant veil of secrecy in the office that we're going to peel back and make it as transparent as we can humanly make it. And you have a website you'd like to share? I do. It's amymercado.com. That's M-E-R-C-A-D-O.com. And you can find me via social media at Amy Mercado or at Amy for Orange County. Representative Amy Mercado, thank you for joining us. Thank you. The straw poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org. Apopkachamber.org. Brought to you in part by Baptiste Orthodontics. Great Florida Insurance Apopka. And AM 950. FM 94.9. The answer. Okay, once again, this is Christopher Hart from the Apopka Chamber of Commerce for the Apopka Hobnob. And I'm honored to have a guest with me now who has served Central Florida for a long time as well as his father. So welcome, Judge Belvin Perry. Glad to be here with you today. Now, you want to get back in the game here. You want to be this Orange Osceola State Attorney. Why? Uh, public service has always uh, been uh, a part of me. Uh, and there are a number of people uh, that over the years have asked me uh, to get back in the game and, and to be their uh, state attorney. Uh, it is no secret that our state attorney's office is currently in disarray. Yeah. Uh, I've been a prosecutor. I've been an administrator. I've been a judge. I have the experience and the know-how to right the ship, 
uh, and to turn that ship around uh, to keep our community safe. What do you feel about defunding police? I'm totally against that. And are you taking any money from George Soros? No, I am not. Okay. All of my money and support comes locally for people who live and or work here or who have business connections here. One last question. Are you going to have any problem prosecuting death penalty cases? Uh, no, sir. I don't think so. Okay. Thank yeah. you so much, Judge. And All good right. luck to you. And God bless you and your family. All right. The Apocra Chamber of Commerce, Hobnob on the radio. Okay, I am Christopher Hart. Once again, I am at the Apopka Hobnob at the Apopka Chamber of Commerce. My next guest is Rhiannon Arnold. She is running for Orange Osceola District Judge. Rhiannon, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. And why are you currently a judge? No, sir, I am not. Why are you running? I'm running for circuit court judge. I've been a trial lawyer for 15 years. Uh, I've tried cases in Orange and Osceola County all over the state of Florida. And the judge that is vacating our seat by retirement is a long-term trial trial attorney prior to becoming a judge. And um, I felt like retiring seat needed to be um, filled by another trial attorney. I felt like... Um, judges, especially circuit court judges who are going to be presiding over felonies and um, the majority of their cases are going to be that they're presiding over are going to be jury trial cases. I felt like they those kinds of seats need to be filled by attorneys that have a vast amount of jury trial experience, and I felt like I was ready. Rhiannon Arnold, Orange County, I'm sorry, Orange Osceola District Judge, good luck to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. The Straw Poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org, apopkachamber.org. Welcome back to the Apopka Hobnob. I'm Roger Franklin-Williams. Right now, we're pleased to be speaking with, with Judge Mike Cranick, and he is a can- candidate for re-election to his position of circuit judge uh, serving Orange and Osceola County in the Ninth Circuit. Thank you for the opportunity. Good afternoon, gentlemen. And would you like to take this opportunity to share with the listeners why you feel that you're the best candidate and they should vote for uh, Mike Cranick for sure. circuit judge? Two reasons, experience and my temperament. Right now, dealing with the COVID pandemic that we have, there's a humongous backlog of cases. And the lawyers and the public are going to need experienced trial judges to handle the backlog of all the work that we're going to have. I tried cases when I was in practice before judges and juries on the county court level, on the circuit court level. And sitting as a circuit court judge, you're going to need those experienced lawyers to be or experienced judges rather to handle the onslaught of cases that you're going to have be based on the pandemic. Secondly is my temperament. Currently, I serve in the Unified Family Division. I have thousands of thousands of domestic violence, divorce and paternity cases. And you need a judge who's caring, who's open, open, who's welcoming. Thank That's you very much. Would you, have, do you have a website you like? I to do. You can learn more about me. First of all, you can call me. My phone number is 407-801-3482. You can learn more about me about at my uh, webpage, which is www.keepjudgecranick.com or at my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash keepjudgecranick. The Straw Poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org. Apopkachamber.org. Brought to you in part by Baptiste Orthodontics, Great Florida Insurance Apopka, and AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Roger Franklin-Williams, we're pleased to bring you now Florida House of Representatives candidate Keith Trunow, who's seeking seat 31, which covers most of Lake County and part of Apopka and Northwest Orange County. Keith, great to see you. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, We'll get right to the point. Why are you seeking to serve the citizens in the state legislature representing District 31? 
Well, I, I feel called to serve as I have served my country in the past, but I also feel like that my experiences and my wisdom from the things I've done over my lifetime will help serve the people of Florida. Would you like to take this brief opportunity just to share with our listeners why Keith Trunow is the best candidate for District 31? Well, Roger, my beliefs are built on a foundation of family, faith, and service to country and community. And I, I, I later founded Lake Jim Farms, a business that has been in business for over 22 years. Um, we started with seven employees, and we now have well over 200. You can find me at uh, keithtrunow.com or Keith Trunow for State House on Facebook. Thank you. Okay, once again, this is Christopher Hart from the Apopka Chamber of Commerce. And sitting with me now is Chrissy Style. She's running for Florida House District 31. Chrissy, what is Florida House District 31? Where is that? District 31 encompasses the northwest portion of Orange County, so basically Apopka and Zellwood, and then the northern part of Lake County. So Mount Dora uses to Tavares, Grand Island, all the way up to the Ocala National Forest, and even out to a little sliver of Deland. Wow, that's a big piece of property yeah. there. <laughs> and this is an open seat, if I'm not mistaken, open correct? Seat, so correct. you're in a primary race, correct? In a primary. Okay, why are you running? I am currently a member of Mount Dora City Council, uh, so I'm the only person running as an elected official already. Um, I am in love with serving the public. I've been on council for two years, absolutely love it. Uh, from all the horrible emails to the pats on the back, it's it's really, really nice to be able to help people. Okay, then you're running in a primary race. Running in a primary. Okay, on the Democrat side. Correct. Okay, so Democrat voters out there should look for your name on the ballot? Most definitely. Uh, certainly the best qualified for the job, and uh, if you look at my education, my experience, um, my energy, I am certainly the most qualified for the seat. Chrissy Style and your website? is ChrissyForFlorida.com. All right, Chrissy, thank you for, for Thanks, being with Chris, us. I appreciate it. Good luck. The straw poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to ApopkaChamber.org. ApopkaChamber.org. Brought to you in part by Baptiste Orthodontics. Great Florida Insurance Apopka. And AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. Okay, once again, I am Christopher Hart at the Apopka Hobnob at the Apopka Chamber of Commerce. And my guest now is Deborah Kaplan. She is running for Florida State House District 31, and I understand that that's an open seat right now. Is that yes, correct? Yes, it is, sir. Uh, are you currently serving in an office? No, I actually do business development work now. Why are you running for this office? Well, um, I believe that the people of this district have been underserved for many, many years. Uh, if you're not a lobbyist, if you're not somebody who has greased the palm of a legislature, you don't have a voice. Uh, I'm a working person. I want to represent the working people and the small businesses of this region and help them. One of the first bills I really would like to introduce is a bill that would claw back property from failed charter, private charter schools. Forty percent of our charter schools currently fail, and that property gets to stay with them. They can use it forever they want, or they can sell it. I think that's terrible. It's our tax money. All right. One last question. Your website. It is www.commonsensekaplan, and Kaplan is K-A-P-L-A-N, 2020.com. The straw poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org, apopkachamber.org. Okay, once again, I am Christopher Hart here at the Apopka Chamber of Commerce for the Apopka Hobnob, and my guest now is Mark Van Volkenberg, and he is running for Circuit Judge. That's Orange Osceola, I take it, Circuit Judge? It is, Orange Osceola. Uh, you need to get close. Orange Osceola. Sorry. Okay. All 
All right, there you go. All right, and then tell us why you're running. Are you a judge now? I am not a judge now. I am a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 25 years, and I'm running now because, um, well, really, I see the job as a service job. I'd like to turn my job into service to the community. I've always been involved in the community. Um, This kind of came up because I spent uh, four-plus years as general counsel with the public defender's office while still carrying on a little bit of my own private practice. Now, you're on the ballot August 18th, correct? Correct. Okay. And Mark Van Volkenberg, do you have a website? I do. My website is www.votevan4judge.com. Okay. And what would be your first main priority as a a new judge? Uh, Getting through the backlog of cases that has developed as a result of COVID-19. The straw poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org. Apopkachamber.org. Apopka Area Chamber of Commerce. Political Hobnob on the radio. Hello, friends. Roger Franklin-Williams here. We're at the Apopka Hobnob, and now we're pleased to be speaking with Michaela Nix, and she is a candidate for circuit court judge in the Orange Osceola County Circuit. Now, can you, first of all, we'll get right to the point, right to the heart of the matter. Tell us why you're seeking to serve as a circuit court judge representing the people of Orange and Osceola County. Well, I think the circuit court judge position as a civil servant is important. It's a very important role. As an attorney, um, I have taken my service all over from being a portion of the or part of the Orlando Juvenile Justice Detention Center to working with the senior citizens at the Orlando Lutheran Towers Board. And now would you like to take this opportunity or take this opportunity to share with our listeners why you're the best candidate and why they should vote for you for this position? Sure. So I'm very proud to be endorsed by the mayor of Apopka here. Um, I'm also proud to be endorsed by the Orlando Sentinels editorial board. But most important, I believe that as a wife, a mother and a businesswoman, when you're going to make the decision on what judge you should be casting your vote for. You don't get a lot of information a lot of times. Um, But I think that in my case, you have a variety of information from a variety of different types of people on different socioeconomic backgrounds um, to show that I've been in that community. The second thing is I definitely think we need some diversity on the bench in the Orange and Osceola counties. I think that the community should be reflective of the people that are in it. Um, And you can read a lot about me. You can go on my Facebook, which is Elect Michaela Nix 2020, and my Instagram and Twitter as well. I really appreciate you guys having this and doing this. Voting is important. Your voice is your vote. Okay, this is Christopher Hart, and I am at the Apopka Chamber of Commerce, and my next guest is Monique Worrell. She is running for the Orange Osceola State Attorney's Office. Thanks for being with us, Monique. Thank you for having me. First of all, tell us, why are you running for that office? I am running because our criminal legal system is fundamentally flawed. We've been doing things the same way for a long time, and that hasn't increased our public safety, but what it has increased is our prison population by 300% since the 70s and by $2.4 billion here in the state of Florida. And Orange Osceola State Attorney is an open seat right now, correct? Yes, sir. But this primary is going to be the final decision, unless does there have to be a runoff if, if one of you does not get 51%? 50 plus one person. My understanding is that the primary uh, will be decided by the person with the most votes. Okay. Uh, however, there is going to be a general election after that because we have an independent non-party affiliate running uh, as well. Okay. And your website? My website is moniqueforstateattorney.com, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-F-O-R, stateattorney.com. Okay. Thank you, Monique. Good luck. Thank you so much. Apopka Area Chamber of Commerce. Political Hobnob on the radio.
Now our next candidate, which we'll share a few minutes with, Vina Francois, who's a candidate for United States Congress. Vina, it's great to see you here at the Apopka Hobnob. And uh, can you share with us why you're seeking this position to serve the citizens in the United States Congress and why voters should vote for you. Thank you so much uh, for having me uh, here today with you all. Uh, I am Vina Francois, and I am running for Congress here in uh, Florida, Congressional District 10. Um, and so the reason why I am running is because I want to get things done uh, for the for the people here in District 10. And I also would like to expand the economic opportunity for more people. Uh, I'm all about jobs, families, and the American dream. And so it is my desire to wanting to serve uh, this great state of Florida. Not only that, but actually for the people here in District 10. Thank you for joining us. Do you have a website you'd like to share? Yes, I do have a website. Uh, my website is venaforcongress.com. You could go on the website and learn more about me and who I am and what I've done and, and why I'm the most experienced uh, here on the ground. And you could also make a donation to our campaign. The straw poll goes on all weekend long. Just go to apopkachamber.org. Apopkachamber.org. Brought to you in part by Baptiste Orthodontics. Great Florida Insurance Apopka. And AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. 